eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, Brian, we just mentioned the Matt Well, let's go. Andrea, I saw Todd Archer uh, from ESPN had uh, said that it's one they're not terribly concerned with. They did get two pretty big injuries, though, uh, on, that were much more serious, two ACL tears. One, John Stevens Jr., the tight end who had really come on in the last couple weeks. But then the big one, the one that just is an absolute kick to the gut for this team, I think, is DeMarvian Overshone, the third-round pick, the linebacker out of Texas, who we talked about it last week. I Overshone, there were things to like about him, but I, I didn't necessarily feel like, oh, Overshone's this – diamond in the rough or some guy who's going to step onto the football field and make an immediate impact we had gotten through camp and preseason and it was one of those things where you started to get this sort of nervous energy when, when you'd watch him like like this feeling of like is this real is he as good as he looks right now because he looked like a veteran uh he looked like a five-year veteran out there a tremendous athlete somebody with great instincts throughout these practices throughout these you know, the first preseason game and the handful of snaps he played on the first drive. He had three tackles, I think, in six plays last night I, before he gets hurt. The, against and playing against Seattle's ones. Yeah. That's the thing. You know, that's the thing. And he, you know, it really started for him in the OTAs and the mini camps when all yep. of a sudden they were putting him in those green dot situations where they, you know, put the green dot on your helmet. And they make you call the defense, you know. And here's a rookie, and you know the you've seen him play a ton because you've watched, you know, Texas football. So you know the player. We saw him during the draft show. I know you, Aisha Morrison, uh, you know Zach Wolchuk, Kyle Jones. We all talked about him. We all had an opinion about him as a player and the potential for him. Converted safety can run like the wind plays downhill, might be a little too aggressive. You know, the Cowboys clearly had a plan for him, and you yeah. you nailed it. First three plays, first six plays of the game, he's got three tackles. And that's, that's what they're going to miss right now. They are going to miss a guy that has a nose for the football. And I guarantee you they're all sitting in their office right now thinking about how are they going to replace a guy that could have allowed uh, – could allowed Leighton Vanderesh to do something different in games. Could have allowed, you know, could have could have subbed, uh, could sub for Damone Clark. 
could play, you know, could bring him on a blitz, could play him in a lot of different roles. You know, this guy is a finisher. I mean, he is, that's what he is. Yeah. He's around the ball. He's a finisher. He's not going to let people run by him. He's not going to miss tackles. You know, and, and that's that's just the that's just a like you said that is a gut punch because you could tell the more they practiced, the more they played, he was going to have a big role in what they were going to do defensively. And Dan Quinn and these coaches, you know, they're now left. You know, they, every nobody feels sorry for you as we always say, but now they have to figure out. Now they have to figure out, well, okay, what's the next plan of attack because we lost a, a guy that we had a, a clear vision for as a player. It's funny. Um, you know, I've I've heard the story told before that um, you remember Adrian Peterson had signed with the Saints one year yeah. and was traded a few weeks into the season. I think it was to Arizona. Arizona, um, yeah. But it was funny is that when Sean Payton had talked about it later, he said that they got into summer practices and they got into training camp. And that was the year Alvin Kamara was a rookie. And Sean Payton saw him practice and saw what he was on the field and immediately went, oh, oh, okay, no, this is this is different than even maybe we thought he was. Like, this is this is a different level. This yeah. guy is ready now. We've yeah. got to clear space for him. We got to get we got to get Adrian Peterson out of here. It had that sort of building buzz. It felt like with Demarvian Overshaw that it, even that they were very high on him as a player and everything else. It still felt like, oh no, he's ready now. He's ready to play football now at a at a consistent level. Um, and not to say that he's the Alvin Kamara of linebackers, but it felt like. DeMarvian Overshone had a chance to be a real contributor for the defense, a real impact player for them right away. I mean, am I overselling it? Do you no, think no, the vibe like no. this this feels like a significant injury the way it would a veteran that they no, lost? No, no, this is and this is this is one of those there where this is where Dan Quinn is different than a lot of the defensive coordinators that have come through here in the last 10, 15 years for the Cowboys. These guys figure out roles for their players. They figure out like, okay, I could use this guy as a nickel linebacker, or I could use this guy as a dime linebacker, or wait a minute, I could put this guy at Mike linebacker and have everybody else rush because of the way he finishes, the way he moves, the way he plays, the way he has length. This guy... This guy had, uh, and I don't think we're overselling this, but this guy had that when when it was all said and done, like your week twelve, they start talking about most underrated defensive players in the league, or you know, and name name the guys that are that that should have been taken higher, yeah, at, that are playing at a very high level, and Overshone could very well have been one of those guys that. Man, well, drafted in the third round, you know. God, he should have been picked, you know, in the second. Maybe he was a late one, you know. He he had that kind of path that that he was working on, and 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 it really a lot of it, you know. Initially, it was like, well, he's going to be a really good special teamer. Okay, he went from like thinking really good special teamer to this guy could be a weapon on. On all downs, never. I mean, this guy—he might not come off the field. Yeah, you know, 
the way that he was showing up at practices and how smart he was. And, and I'm talking like him, like he's deceased. But in foot <laughs> in football terms, you know, he's deceased for this year. You yeah. know, I mean, he's he's no he's not going to be available to you. And 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 that's and that's the shame of it because Dan Quinn and these guys clearly had a plan for him. Clearly, how when we look at the linebackers that are left in this group, um, mm. you know, the guys behind because at Leighton Vander Esch, there's always the chance that he's going to get hurt. Yeah, that's, um, and yeah. and Micah Parsons is somebody who's going to be asked to rush a lot. And so DeMarvin Overshone figured to be a big part of, of this defense and, and a big, you know, insurance piece as well, um, given the way your other linebackers function. But when you look at the remaining linebacker depth, Damone Clark, Devin Harper, Jabril Cox, uh, you know, who do you feel most confident in stepping up? Who are they most going to need to step up now with Overshone down? Who, in well, a lot of ways, Overshone yeah. started to feel like your third best bet at linebacker. Yeah, yeah absolutely he did. Um, I think you have the Leighton Vanderesh replacement in Damone Clark. That's... That's that replacement. The problem you're running into now is you might have to scrap the ideas that you had for Overshone because I don't see it in Jabril Cox right now. I I I don't know what's happened with Jabril Cox, and I don't know if it's because of the injury that he had. Is he lacking confidence? Is it something he just hasn't? quite got over yet or he's missed too much time um he's he's one of those guys that looks like to me he's playing like a half step slow you know where at lsu and stuff you know he was one of those guys that was to the ball we talk about his coverability things like that but he looks like he's just slow reacting to plays at times and that's that's an issue now uh, you know, we've seen Harper have some success. You know, I, I would say right now, if you if you if you gave me the trust meter, I think I would have Harper over Jabril Cox on the trust meter right now. Yeah. This is a position that the Cowboys very well could be looking for depth at the at the cut at the final cut. I, 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 you know, the Cowboys, I think the Cowboys are going to trade for, I think they're going to trade for a big piece. This is just my, this is just my thought, guys and gals. This is not <laughs> me talking to Will McClay or anything like that. But I think they're going to trade for a big piece. I think the big piece might be on that offensive line. And then the claiming could be on linebacker depth. The linebacker depth could be the claiming, you know, that like they see a guy that they are too. I, I think the Cowboys, they, they usually, what you have to worry about is teams just fall in love with their players. And the Cowboys are guilty of this sometimes too. Sure. They, they fall in love with their team and they don't want to make any moves or anything like that. But I think Will, I think Will McClay realizes he's probably going to have to make a big move at offensive line. He's probably going to claim defensive guys. You know, claim and claim. I mean, defensive guys, probably linebackers, is what he's looking at right now. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, and I, I think that linebackers is a big part of this, especially, you know, we talk about Overshown. Overshown's the bigger piece of this, but also Malik Jefferson was a guy that's been in the building now for a couple of years and a guy who, um, you know, they, they at least have some affinity for in terms of he's stuck around here. He's been a, around the practice squad. He's been around the active roster. So that's somebody that they've liked, somebody that they've trusted, um, and that's another guy that's banged up right now. Uh, just before we wrap up and we go over to some of these mailbag questions, Brian, anything else for you that stood out in this game? I know you and I yeah. both agree that maybe Will Greer did not. I think we differ from Mike McCarthy on that one. Mike yeah. McCarthy felt like <laughs> Will Greer looked good or maybe it was covering fire. I don't know. But but was there anything else about this game that really stood out to you good or bad? Yeah, I think it was really unfortunate that there was a couple of times where they they, they did have a chance to go win this game. You know, they get the fourth down stop. They do a really nice job to get the ball back. And then Will Greer, they're driving the ball. And then Will Greer trying to fit the ball into Simi Fajoko. You know, he throws, he rolls out, throws the ball across his body, throws it back in the middle of the field, intercepted. You know, and Seattle scores on that. Thought it was unfortunate with the, uh, you know, with, uh, with the block punt. You know, because I, I did notice that when, when Malik Davis was on the field on third down or was going to be third down situation, they took Malik Davis off the field and put Rico Dowdle in there on third down as a blocker. Yep. So keep an eye on that. Now all of a sudden, okay, you got Rico Dowdle. Well, Malik Davis had a what, what I believe, again, uh, you know, just watching the All-22 from last week, there seemed to be a blitz pickup problem that he saw late. And, you know, maybe it's on the line. I'm just saying he tried to clean up a mess, but he couldn't, you know, that was Malik Davis. So now all of a sudden, now they're taking him out. They're putting other guys in for him. But Rico Dowdle, who's trying to, you know, win him a spot as well. Um, and Bobby, knowing, knowing these guys, they might go a way of keeping all four of these running backs. They I might think that's not. totally possible. That, that's the, I mean, to me, that they might not. I they'll they'll figure it out. I don't know what the situation's going to be with Hunter Lipke. Uh, I've been accused of being this Hunter Lipke fan, and <sighs> you know, I don't know where that all came. And I tweeted, I'm like, you know, the state of North Dakota is, hates me from what I said about <laughs> Hunter Lipke. You know, so don't. I mean, I'm, but I, I just don't know where he fits right now myself. But yeah, but the Rico Dowdle miss on the wing on the punt team because whoever whoever the third back is that plays in the game is going to need to make up for the snaps that you're not going to get from Deuce Vaughn. Right. They tried, they tried Deuce Vaughn as the personal protector. He stepped up, he got hit, and then he got knocked down. And, you know, so it's something he's just not totally comfortable playing. You know, he's not. I mean, he was a star at Kansas State. He didn't have to play special teams. This is completely new to him, what he's having to do. But the 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 Will Greer, it, it's just unfortunate that that mistake at the end. I mean, even, even the pass he throws to Johnson, he puts that on target. Johnson's probably still running. I mean, yeah. that, that thing was going to be – I mean, that thing was going to – I mean, I had a chance to score – on that slant on third down and then inexcusably on fourth down. What are you doing? What are you doing? 
You know, it's just, it's just, you're trying to evaluate your team and you got a veteran guy. And I know he doesn't play, he hadn't played a lot of NFL games, but he's a veteran quarterback that's been around. You can't take sacks. You can't hold the ball. You know, and I, I get it. Mike's got to be positive about his guys. I get it. But I don't know how you evaluate, especially especially when I sit there and and this is me this is me having revisionist history maybe in the draft. My guy from my guy from Purdue that you know that Aiden they, O'Connell. Aiden O'Connell. Aiden O'Connell is like lighting him up right now. Okay. This is the Brian Broadus draft show I told you so thing. But Aiden O'Connell looks like a real damn player, you know, yeah. and and the, and I think Mike McCarthy, to his credit, liked Aiden O'Connell. And see, to me, that's where I want to go. That's where I wanted to go. Like, okay, maybe you maybe you draft Aiden O'Connell, and all of a sudden he's the third, but but he then gets develops. He's even better than what you have with Cooper Rush, and now you have a, a really solid backup type player, you know. But I, like I say, I I, I was. I think Will Greer, I think he's a better player than that. But, man, he he did me no favors last night trying to evaluate my football team. You are listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.